everybody. Welcome to the 40K Podcast. This is Shane. And this is Drew. And, uh, you know, uh, it was a good weekend for us. Uh, we're, we're recording this a little later in the, you know, than we normally do. Uh, we are just coming off of a long weekend. I came down and saw Drew, and that leads me into my, uh, my invulnerable save. I'm going to jump in. I'm just jumping right in because I'm so excited about it. Uh, my invulnerable save for this week was coming down... Uh, visiting with you and your lovely fiance, and we got to take in the Kosai Space Museum shit and all that for my son, and then we got to go to fucking see Professor Brian Cox, who's a fucking astrophysics cosmologist. I don't know. My son, he's 11, and he loves this shit, and uh, my brain kind of melted from that entire two hours uh, when you find out, oh, if you go into a black hole, there's also a distinct possibility that you could just fall into another universe. Cool. Also, we <laughs> we, we got to see a photo of the end of time. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I, possibly. Based on what he described, I believe that I just peered at the end of time. And that's kind of my, my it's both, I guess, invulnerable save. But also, mortal, mortal wound. I'm trying yeah, to save yeah. my brain from it. Because I feel like I'm like a character in a uh, Lovecraftian story. It's like the non-Euclidean geometry of what I just saw is shattering my perception. How am I supposed to go to the grocery store to buy milk <laughs> when I just maybe looked at the end of time? Yeah, he just and he just so, he's so casual about it. Like, if you look here, and you look at this line here, that's the end of time. Look at that, Wait, look what? that little guy. <laughs> I don't want to be at the end of time, damn it. (laughs) On the grand grand cosmic scheme of things, you're inconsequential. Oh, and then 35 hours. Apparently, (laughs) that's it for you, folks. If you fall into a black hole, as long as you don't struggle too much and you don't accelerate, it'll take you 35 hours to reach the singularity and uh, end all time as you know it. So there you go. That's a fun fun little tidbit, isn't it? I... (laughs) That depressed me so much. <laughs> like, oh, cool. Like, I thought he didn't say, like, years. No. Like, 30... Actually, I was kind of surprised. 35 hours to just get compressed into, like, uh, something so infinitesimally small. To, be, to become a marble. <laughs> oh, and then spaghettification. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> oh, I see that too. <laughs> it was it was a wild day. It was a wild weekend. It was a weekend of ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> very very high ups and very low downs. As as we as we now question what it is, what is our purpose? <laughs> yeah, what is what is my purpose on this earth? You pass the butter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so that was, I mean, do you have something different for your Invulnerable Save, or that was all kind of like... No, it was just... It's a good it, fucking weekend, though. Pe- peering through through space-time and, and, and seeing the end of all creation. Um, eggplant! Eggplant! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the safety word. <laughs> Mr. Cox, stop it. You melted my brain. <laughs> oh, man. Oh god, um, I love that that Jack in the Box game. That was a blast too. That, that, that was all fun. It was all good. Yeah. My kid had a fucking blast. He's still elated with everything. Uh, he was <laughs> bummed that he didn't get the signature from the guy, but you know, uh, he, he's over it already. He's already talking about everything he learned from that, the things that went over his head, and he's fucking eleven. So he's he's able 
to get things that a fucking professor of astrophysics and particle physics he got some of that stuff and he's 11 so just to show you uh that uh i have no idea how he got it i don't know where it came from listen to me i'm an idiot i don't know anything <laughs> he'll be future space president of the galaxy it's fine yeah that's you know, i root for him i'm voting for him that's for sure exactly <laughs> he's, he's got a good heart <laughs> um so anyways fan casting a 40k movie and guys if you if you have somebody in mind you have a character that you love and you're like this dude would be perfect for it ask 40k at gmail.com send us an email let us know who you think would be good in the role uh, or maybe you don't think who we're picking is good uh we're gonna take this with very light-hearted sense of humor to this we're not going this is this is the perfect act though no, we're going with the who's the most i'm going with the most who's the most over-the-top person and i'm gonna start a little bit outside the box and and drew you can disagree or agree with me but i was gonna say for abaddon the despoiler it's got to be Steven Seagal. It's got to be. He's, <laughs> he's not your first choice for the Chaos Gods. That was Horace. He's not even your second choice. He's like a third stringer, fourth stringer. You're you're a movie producer, and you're like, we're going to make this sweet, awesome action flick, and the guy's going to have a ton of play. He can't even get hurt. He he just, he can do anything, because he's got all the powers of the gods. And who who's in that and that? Well, how about Arnold? He's big and intimidating. Nah, he's not interested. There's too much. You know, it's lame. He, the guy doesn't do anything. He doesn't get hurt. He can't. He has no comeback story. Oh, how about Stallone? No, no, not that guy either. He's he's the underdog. Ah, fuck. All right. Um, how about Seagal? What's he been doing? <laughs> get him in there. That's who we're going with. Well, like, I could also see Games Workshop based on like the the Warhammer TV, where it's like, oh yeah, but they they got a shoestring budget, so I could just see him being like. No, 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 we can't afford him. Yeah. No, we can't afford him <laughs> no. either. Oh, where do you think you're going, buddy? We are not paying that much. <laughs> Have you seen the trail the trail huge games that we like dump out every year? Like, no. Every few and few between we'll get a good one, but what's no. what's uh what's Seagal up to nowadays? Isn't he like a sheriff or or, or some kind of like foreign weirdo diplomat <laughs> guy or something? He'll get him. Throw him throw him uh five thousand dollars in an Arby's roast beef sandwich. He'll do it. So I want to know, we'll start with, uh, I started it, but I'm going to ask you, Drew, for your opinion. Lucius the Eternal. All right, I'm, I'm listening. Christoph Waltz. Oh, yeah, like like channeling Lambda from uh, Inglorious Bastards. That man makes me scared in real life of him. And I know that, I've seen interviews, he seems like a nice guy. Seems, seems very nice. He seems very genuine. <laughs> but I, I, I'm slightly afraid that in real life, he has the ability to engulf my my soul he he's just like, he would be perfect as that he's got speak. he's got that that those eyes man he's got like eyes that stare through you like daggers <laughs> you know i i before before we started recording i i i i, I want to get your genuine reaction to this so i was thinking who would hulk hogan play and guys yes we're gonna we're gonna have little caveats to this and we will pick only actors but anybody counts as an actor as long as they have a few acting credits and the, the Hulkster's got them. But Alfarius, because okay, of the NWO, because of the NWO, buddy, he was a good guy. And then he was a bad guy. He was face, then he was heel. And it was the greatest turn of all time. And it was fantastic. And if you didn't live in that era, I feel sorry for you. Because that one broke hearts. Kids were crying in the stadiums. Adults were crying in the stadiums when he came out as the leader of the NWO. 
I'm telling you, he's Alpharius. He's Alpharius. He's Omega. He could be. He could be either one of them. He's. He is the Alpha and Omega. He's the Hulkster. <laughs> Just because of that. And in fact, I think at one point he did say he was the Alpha and the Omega when he was revealing himself to be the leader of NWO. I could be wrong. I might be misremembering that. I, I would I would vote for that, that casting, just for, like, I want a I'm Spartacus scene where you, <laughs> where you have, like, 50 different horrible impersonations, like Hogan impersonations. Like, oh, Yeah. Yeah, brother, I'm 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 Alfarious. Yeah, brother, I'm, I'm Alfarious. Alfarious, brother. I'm Alfarious. Yeah, brother. All right, brother. Yeah, brother. You got a brother. <laughs> I want that. I want a. I want that in a movie, and I want to be in the theater opening day when I just look around and just see everybody confused and say, "Am I in the right movie right now? What is what is happening?" What is and there happening? will be so many Hogan voices happening at one time that somebody's nose will start bleeding. I want I want to be in the theater for that. So Drew, who would you have play? Let's go with the OG, Robert Gurley man. Robert Gurley mean Lamy, Bobby G, whatever you want to fucking call him. We don't like him here. Who gives a shit? But you know who he is. Who would you pick? Rabute Gilliman. <laughs> Uh, so to answer that, he, since he's the most boring character, in my opinion, I Googled most boring actor in Hollywood and, uh, Mr. Vin Diesel popped up and honestly, <laughs> I kind of love that. I just need him to say, you know, Hey, the, the, the starters is about family. We don't let family down here. <laughs> there's some, there's some sort of family aspect yeah. to this. <laughs> Horace. Why are you turning against the family? The family, oh, yeah, right. Horace. Why are you turning against the family? <laughs> and then you have a section in there about like him getting accused of forming a second empire, and be like, "I ain't never formed another empire ever." <laughs> Although I don't see him as a politician, though. A part of me thinks like maybe Dolph Lundgren, very, very stoic, very unemotional, but yeah, I, I guess you know. I could, I could see that. That, somebody that just like he's definitely a very if he dies he dies you know kind of guy <laughs> that's robert gillier man i think the i think the most practical move would be this like that's the most exciting thing that would come from him is is he has a slight disagreement in in space parliament chris evans then we're gonna go we should go with chris evans channeling his captain america persona okay there you go yeah there, yeah very gung-ho very by the book you know, of course, he goes off the rails, but you know, the, we're talking first out of the ice, Captain America, the the Patriot Boy, you know, all that good stuff. I'm going to go down there and give them a a firm lecture on why yes. they shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> how how dare you have more than a thousand Astartes? <laughs> uh, Jimmy Stewart, I can I can see Jimmy Stewart as a uh, Robert Goldman. And you were there, and you knew that they were going to turn, and you did nothing. And now we have to have only a thousand Marines in each chapter. Because that, you know, Fred was there, and Bill was there. You're too crazy with the amount of men you got. You got you to you cut it out. You can't have that many Marines anymore. You got a, got a codex here. Look, see, the guy makes it easy for you. You don't have it again. <laughs> It's it's a wonderful codex. It's, it's a wonderful Astartes. <laughs> oh, oh god damn! I also I just want uh, <laughs> that and then Vin Diesel Perturabo just being like, I never got the respect that I needed. I never get. Look at that. All right, 
you got the tapestry. We took this planet, all right? Supposed to be family. We took the planet. Where's me and my boys, huh? We, we're not even on that. <laughs> oh, no, no, you don't understand, all right? Look, we know you did a good job. Yeah, we right? know you did a good job. Nobody yeah. was saying you didn't. <laughs> you, you sent 500 men into that tank to gunk up its mechanism with their bodies, all right? Maybe there was a better way. I got this book here. I don't want to see your fucking book, all right? <laughs> you got a problem with my methods. Dorn comes in. Oh, the Black Templars, they are not happy with this. <laughs> Listen here, all right? You expend a lot of brothers there, brother. I don't know if we... <laughs> <laughs> tell you, this... We're, we're tracking. We're going to get this movie done. <laughs> this 80s cocaine-fueled nightmare of a film. <laughs> I, I want it. <laughs> That's it. We're doing, a, uh, we're doing a Kickstarter for this film. Sticking on the list of... Uh, we'll stick with some Primarchs here. Uh, who would you pick for Fulgrim? I, I know you got to have a good one for Fulgrim. Oh man! See now I'm back to now I'm back to okay. Who? Oh shoot! Who was the? Okay, you got me on this one. I'm trying to think of like. Are you trying to think of the guy who played Buffalo Bill in The Silence of the Lambs? Because <laughs> I don't know his name, but he'd be he'd be up there with one of the ones I'd pick. I think no. Who was uh, the main elf guy in Lord of the Rings? Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Give me Orlando Bloom channeling Buffalo Bill. Oh, 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 we're going, we're going cross genres here. All right, I like it. Yes, oh, that, that is, that is, yes, that is your. That's that. There, except that's your except looking right like an elf, all shiny, pasty skin, tucked back. Would you fuck me? Yes, oh, slap him with some me. body glitter, twenty four seven. There you go. Yes, have that's... that like dual personality of that really dark. Would you fuck me? Like that's his demon coming out. And then I'd fuck me. <laughs> he's he's gotta use the word deliciously a lot. Deliciously. Oh, I look so delicious in this. This plan is just devilly devilishly delicious. I, like, honorable oh, no. mention though, honorable mention. Neil Patrick Harris channeling Harold and Kumar, Neil Patrick Harris. The uh <laughs> I could go for some burgers, some fur burgers. <laughs> Just constantly, you never know how much cocaine he's on. He's definitely on it. It's just a question of to what extent. <laughs> oh, he's always oh, fucking spun out. Oh man! All right, all right. One more, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more. All right, I, and I'm sticking with this one. I, I think I told you this one before, but Neil Patrick Harris has to be in this movie because the guy's got fucking range. But he's gonna play. I'm, I'm torn. I'm really torn. Of whether he should be good or bad. And if he's good, he's Belisarius Call. And if he's bad, he's Fabius Bile. And either way, he's channeling Dr. Horrible's sing-along uh, movie where he's like a mad scientist and he sings all his songs. Because I would love to hear him say, this is how we make a space marine. And I'll sing song. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it, right? <laughs> either one works. Maybe he plays both of them. Belisarius Call has a mask on. The dude's got range. Give him both parts. I was gonna say, if he plays Call, then you have you have a a musical number with with Neil Patrick Harris and Chris Evans, and that right there, if that doesn't pack a theater, I don't know what will. <laughs> but but of course, Chris Evans can't sing. He has to sing in like a monotone, like no inflection whatsoever voice. 
but still attempt to do the he, same he's song. Your, he's your straight man. I would like to build a space marine. And you're just and, like, then, and then, yeah, you have you have Patrick Harris sing like that line, and then you have like like a, a like a callback at it from Evan saying like, will he be strong? And then <laughs> Harris could come back with, he shall be the strongest in the land. <laughs> will he? Will he be tall? <laughs> he will be taller than the rest. There you go. How many hearts will he have? Two if he's lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Games Workshop will take our check in the mail. <laughs> oh, we just did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> Look, we don't think about these things very much. We just throw. We we shoot from the hip. Is, you know, we trust our guts. <laughs> real, real quick, side note, <clears throat> um, Wii Bowling, the new Switch Wii Bowling. Fuck that game. <laughs> Fuck that game. Fuck it. That online bowling is bullshit. It's rigged. I don't care what you say. Sorry about the controller. <laughs> you can you can create a nickname for your character and in Nintendo fashion. I, they, they, they designed it to be, like, family-friendly. Former Grandpa. It's <laughs> a nickname that I came across, and that has stuck with me ever since. That's gonna haunt you. It's one of those ones, man. Oh, oh my god, man! All right, enough of the stupid shit. I'm glad to see that Middle Earth is getting some love. It, you know, I mean, it's relegated to the back, but they still they take care of them. Still, I, I do appreciate that that they keep. Yep. They don't have. They haven't like cut that line out completely yet. And that giant bear model, holy crap! Like. I'm I'm already as a uh, as a Dark Eldar player. I'm already like thinking of ways that I can take that bear model and then convert it into some kind of like um, like beast creature with my Beastmaster. Yeah, yeah, that would oh be that'd be yeah, awesome. Like, you could definitely kit bash something out of that for sure. Yes, yes. But then again, um, those Ogroid Theridans also like. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Like, I know they're like, I didn't get a chance to really look at them too much, but those models are amazing looking. So I, I want to just oh, pick them huge. up. And, yeah, they're fucking massive. I want to pick them up and, and just paint them and, and build them and paint them and have them sit up next to my very lonely, very small force of uh, Ossiarch Bone Reapers kill team. I know you haven't really played much of it yet, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. I do enjoy it. But fucking Trader Guard. And that gives me hope that this is not going to be the end of it. Uh, I really hope that they get a full Trader Guard rulebook. Because that is that is something I would play with so much passion. Because I, I like Guard. I, I do like the Imperial Guard Army. But if I was going to play Chaos, I'd want to play the Trader Guard. Just because I like the idea of like these dudes... They're not special in any way, and they're still giving themselves over to chaos. They're like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, these guys these guys knows what's up. We're going to go with them. And they're getting mowed down by the th thousands, and I like it. I like that yeah. idea. Well, it adds to, like, that that kind of randomness of, like, it's a horde of men. You're, you're sending just a, a swarm of bodies at the enemy. So there's already, like, yeah, a lot of these guys aren't going to make it through this battle. This is, this is right. going to be exciting, and I, I'm, I'm going to love the craziness that's going to ensue but then also like you know you might have rules where like oh yeah th these guys over here yeah they, they got mutations gifted to them and they couldn't handle it so now they just become a giant spawn like i feel like it just adds to the expendability of your swarms and swarms of guardsmen they are what hap they are what happens when the gray knights don't show up and purify the taint of chaos 
on a world that the Imperial Guard were on, you know? Like, <laughs> fancy, fancy way to say you just kill everybody. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> we're efficient. That's what we are. This Ogren model, man. Like, I'm looking at it. I'm staring at it right now. That is fucking awesome. I like yeah, that big, that... giant fucking cleaver blunt blade that he's got. I like the possessed, like, the mutated arm. I like the fact that he looks like Bane. <laughs> like, well, yeah, and it's and it's it's very similar. I don't know if it's the same, but it's very similar to the Ogren, the uh, corrupt Ogren model from Blackstone Fortress. Yes, I, and, I think it's almost the exact same. Yeah, and in Blackstone Fortress, also that um, they had a corrupted. Oh shoot! What are the um, the commissar model? Yes, so yeah, that's also in here. That's also they also have a commissar yeah. corrupted model with a big so power it, fist and everything. Yep. So even if even if they don't get their own subcodex, like uh, what do they call those? By the way, I keep saying subcodex. What are the little uh, like the secondary codex is called? The name is escaping me. Uh, supplement. Supplemental. Supplement. Yeah. So even if they don't get their own true supplement codex, if all of that's in there and it says like traitor guardsmen and they have kind of like how the Tau, not I guess it'd be more robust, but like how Tau had it, have it for um the crew where. They give you, like, a breakdown of, like, if you bring in crew, you can bring in this many, and they get this. Like, I'd like to see that, at least, in the new book, where it says, like, traitor guardsmen have access to the following transports and the following heavy support vehicles, and put rules be, in there. Dude, I'd be all over yeah. that. I'd be... Like, that's all you gotta do. Just tell me, like, oh, yeah, uh, you can bring in, you know, traitor guardsmen as troops, they can have a commissar as a leader, and they can bring in Lehman Russes, and, like, they have access to any any heavy or vehicle in Codex... You know, Astra Militarum, like something like that. Like, yeah, just just give me the pieces. I'll assemble it myself. Yeah. I'll figure it out, man. I'll take care of this. Like, uh, staying on the <clears throat> excuse me, staying on the uh, skirmish battles. Um, Necromunda got uh, squats are coming. The Ironhead squat prospectors. Um, I'm about to get roped into Necromunda. Like, I have never played Necromunda. I have watched battle reports on it and everything. Uh, Definitely right up my alley, definitely up our alley, uh, with the fact that you can like lose limbs, there's all sorts of random rules, there you know, X happens and Y can happen. Like you can like throw a guy, like you can grab him and throw them. And then if you are on top of like a platform, like if you're high up, you can throw them off the platform, and then based on how far they fall, they get more damage done to them. Yep. That's Warhammer, awesome. Warhammer TV had a uh, they had a battle report with the the last box set that came out with like the uh, the, the little bug riders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ashland Ashland Wastes. The Ashland Wastes box set. Yeah, they used those models and one like there was a there was a poor bastard who like that little like ATV model that's in there that ran over like the bug rider got knocked down and then he got run over like three separate times and I think two of those times his head got run over, like, was what got um, ran over by the, the, the wheel of the ATV, and he died. And I was just like, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in reverse and run over him again. And I was like, what? I've never, I've never played Necromunda before, so I didn't know that these things were in there, and I'm like, what is happening in this game? Like, stop running over his head, he's already down, stop hitting him. Oh yeah, dude, there's like all sorts of crazy little little tiny rules that I've, I've been picking up as I watch battle reports. I'm like, this looks yeah, like a lot of fun. I'm not going to Yeah, lie. like one of the, one of the characters has like, uh, like a heavy chain cannon, like chain gun or something. Uh, and I apologize for not knowing all of these, these weapons, but like it, he had like a heavy stubber, we'll say. And like, there are rules in that game that I didn't know of where like, you have to like load a gun, like you can fire it. And then there's a chance you can like expend your ammo 
And so this character was like trying to hastily load his his weapon again and then like he fumbled it. So like you can actually like fumble the reload. They do a good job. Like I I was expecting it to be tiny 40k and it's not. Kill team is tiny 40k honestly. Like there's still some differences yes. and that might be that might be glossing over it, it too much, but that well, the differences like, between Necromunda and Kill Team are vastly different. Yeah, because like when we played Kill Team back in what was it, sixth or seventh edition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it was. It was like you have a five man squad. You can pick a list of special abilities for like they have these the following special rules. And other than that, it was like you you, you play. They get more wounds, I think it was, so that they yeah. last a little, little longer. Yeah, um, exactly. Yep. Yeah, no Necromunda, man. That that's. It was pretty cool. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I I enjoyed watching that man get run over five times. Your cousin has uh, already roped me in by really not much choice of my own. He's like, hey, on a scale <laughs> of one to ten, what would your interest be in buying the box set of Necromunda, the new Ashland Waste one? Ten minutes later, because I didn't respond right away. Ten minutes later, he goes, too late. I already bought it. Like, <laughs> Cool. <laughs> now I feel like I'm on the hook. So... I am going to go pick up that other half of that stuff and build and paint and probably learn it with them. Uh, well, the, like, la- the last little thing, the, though. Oh, go ahead. Go saying, ahead. Well, just like with Necromunda, too, like that and even Kill Team, one of the things that's exciting about them to me is if you look at it from like Games Workshop's point of view, with those games, all they're creating, like when they release a new world to say like army, quote unquote, all they're really doing is it's like a handful of models. And then like with that, they're not on the hook at that point to do a full-fledged army that's got, you know, 37 models in the range. Like it so like I've seen like they had like an orc group that I think I want to say that they released where it was like a highly customized it was like those like orc commando based one. Like it was like the Crumps Commandos or something like that that came out. And so it's like, oh yeah, like this is a you know, a, a sub-faction of whatever like like the squats that they came out with you know it's like they could even do like yeah this is a sub faction of imperial guard that focus on you know just using heavy weapons and so like you could get these like super like they could create very unique little little factions in that game yeah in either of those systems and not have to be tied down with like well well what do we do for 30 you know like we can't create a whole second army of orcs even though we have this cool idea it's like with this they could be like yeah, hey, like we have four different factions of orcs, and they're all slightly unique because it's only five models, and and you can you know have ones that focus just on stealth. Or this is a group of orcs where they all pile in in one vehicle, and that's how they operate. And it's like that, that's exciting to me. Yes, it, it gives that, them much I, more freedom to just do these highly varied little teeny tiny the gangs sub sub factions. We'll the, say the gangs as they're called. You know, like, like that's. Um, like it was funny cause he asked me like what armies I'm interested in. And I'm like, I don't know. Like I haven't really looked at them. Um, but one gang that stuck out to me was this, uh, the lac, the lac, the Mac. I don't remember. I, I'm not gonna look it up right now, but they're weird. They look like, uh, they look like bad guys from, uh, I, I'm going to go real obscure here guys, but the movie dark city, if you've seen it, great movie. Um, but they kind of <laughs> remind me of those guys, uh, like dressed in long trench coats or pasty face dudes. And they stay in the shadows. They're not, like, out in the front attacking. And he's like, really? That's what you're interested in? Because I play, you, I typically play hammer armies. Like, I'm fucking in your face. I'm risking it all. I usually play more elite armies. That's my just my style. I don't like having a whole lot of stuff. Um, 
But I was looking at those guys. I'm like, yeah, they look kind of cool and it's different. And it's again, like you just got done saying, I, I want to try, like, I want to be different. I want to have some sort of different flavor, but I don't want to invest in a huge army to do it. This gives me that opportunity to feel it out a little bit. See how it, you know, does it feel okay in there? Does it feel, feel like it fills me up right where the hole is or where my sadness is at? Does it fill that void? Yeah, it's like they, they don't have to worry about making an entire army for like the, the 40K equivalent of police officers. They can, however, they can say, oh, yeah, this this army, you know, yeah, and they give you seven different model variants right. or something like that. And, he, that's and exactly who he thought I was going to go for, too. He's like, I thought figured you're going to go for the police force. Like, eh. Like, I've done that, you know? I do that all the time. That's usually what I play. Kill team, yeah. I play Grey Knights. 40K, yep. you, I play Grey Knights. <laughs> yeah, you normally prefer to be highly outnumbered, but you have those, like, superior everything uh, <laughs> yes everybody like your units are highly you know elite but very expensive that's yeah yeah that's normally your, your well it's funny you either do that or you do the exact opposite and you'll play like what is what army will get me the biggest swarm of bodies and i don't <laughs> yeah. care how in, in, inaccurate or ineffective my my firepower is I'm, i have the zap branding and approach i just send wave after wave of good men <laughs> until the kill bots reach their limit <laughs> Um, the last little thing, though, I wanted to talk about. Oh, I'm sorry. That was not appropriate. Leagues of OTAN. I said the last little thing. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, the Leagues of OTAN, um, obviously, and, and going back to Necromunda, because the squats, uh, I'm, that model that they dropped, the, the guy on the trike, uh, the little hover trike. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm, like, it looks pretty fucking sweet. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't know what their book's going to be like. I can't, I'm hoping we get more information here soon after, you know, after not Warhammer Fest is done. I hope we get more information out about the leagues of OTAN. I'd like to see some little rules, maybe some special rules. doesn't have to anything, anything big, but give me some, give me something that's going to pique my interest because that model looks awesome. I like the way that looks. Um, it, it's neat. It, I, I'm happy that they're, they're not just coming at it with, okay, you guys, you know, we, we're not going to do squats again. You know, we'll we'll give you them, but it's going to be totally different. Like, yeah. they are approaching it with a love of the existing lore. And, okay, well, they had trikes, so how do we do that in a way to where we don't have a tiny leather-clad space dwarf? Like, how do we how do we do it and approach it in a way to where it will fit with that level of professionalism, I guess, that, like, right. the, yeah. the current, like, lore has. And, yeah, it's... You can see the the inspiration that they pulled from, like it, they basically took the tires and just tilted them on their on their sides and created like the I guess we'll say like hover pads or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean it's it's neat to see like the how the, to connect the dots from the old model and how they implemented that in the new one and with the lore that they gave so far with those supercomputers that like have become like a sentient AI that are slowly like they're getting slower and slower and, and and becoming more and more like aware and and developing their own personality like it's I, i'm excited for them uh, I, yeah i mean like they're giving me enough of a a glimpse to get me excited like to get me yeah, like oh, oh what do we got going on here guys i like yeah, it squats were what second edition was there yeah they, they disappeared after second edition i think yeah uh, they were still and very I, into the rogue trader era of things so yeah, and I remember there was an interview one time with one of the one of the 40k like on the creative team and 
they were like, you know, what about like Wonder Squad's gonna come back? Like, are they ever? And he was like, basically was like, I mean, they rode motorcycles, they were like dwarf bikers in space. He's like, you know, what were we thinking back then? Like, man. And uh, so you know, I like I remember reading that, and they they were when I got into the game, they weren't a part of it. But I even back then the wounds were a little fresher and that was like one thing that always got brought up when you'd have one person that says, you know, like, you know, Oh, you'd ask them, what do you play? Well, you used to play squats, but now I play Tau or now I play whatever. Yeah. Whatever, so, whatever that I got forced into. Yeah. And I haven't had, I haven't had the, the, uh, the unfortunate, you know, experience of like playing an army that's been discontinued in my experience. They've only added new. So yeah, it's, yeah, it, you know, we've, we've had that luck. Um, I think we're going to get lucky again with leagues of Otan. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. I really do. I really think it's, I have hope that it's going to be good. I guess would be the better way to put it. That Lucius the eternal model is awesome. Yes. Super excited about that. That's actually partly what got me thinking of, uh, Christoph Waltz playing him. I saw that <laughs> model and I was like, man, that's a casting right there. Um, that's a good of... casting. That's not us being jackass. That'd be a good casting. I think that'd be a very good casting. He has that that dark sense to him. You know, he's got like that cloud that hangs over him that you're like, oh man, he seems nice, but he's got a smile that says he's gonna stab me in a second. He plays a great, confident, like cocky, thinky villain. He, he's not your he's not your muscle bound ogre, and he's just like your he's yeah. your oh what a what a bastard. Like man, I want to see him get his comeuppance. Lore-wise, uh, Fulgrim gives Lucius the Leer Blade, like the, the the weapon that basically corrupts him, and he uses to kill Ferris Manus. So it's exciting to actually see, since they released that Fulgrim Harris uh, Horus Heresy model, it's exciting to see a Lucius model holding the Leer Blade, which he is in, in that model. So like that for me was exciting because it's like I think his existing 40k model that he has is he's just holding like a scimitar or something. It's like a generic yeah, sword. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not anything great. It's pretty yeah. Lame. So it, I, that for me, I was like, oh crap, there it is. Like he's got it. That's awesome. Like oh, I will also say like looking at going back through and looking at some of the models from the Horus Heresy, dude, they're fucking they're they're awesome looking. Um, the dude, uh, what is it? The Praetors, the the two Praetors they they revealed. The one that mm-hmm. holds that big giant axe. <laughs> Like that just looks awesome to me. I'm a, I'm well, a like, nerd for shit like that. Yeah, I'm psyched about that weapons upgrade kit that they did. Uh, as a chaos player, I kind of like some of the more like baroque and like archaic weapons. You'll see like a like a belt fed bolt gun, and you're like, I don't know. Like for me, the good guys are all very like clean cut, and they they conform to like that same look, which makes right. sense. Yeah, chaos. I like the idea of them being like old veterans that are just they you know they're dealing with what they can get they have to kind of spiel new gene seed and new weapons and and they they can have stuff built but they don't cooperate very well so like what they get is like you know you know you might have this super like archaic rocket launcher and so pulling stuff like getting that upgrade kit that's based in like the horus heresy time for me it's like that's kind of like what i envision their weapons to to look like still yeah slightly more spiky and, and with more mouths in them i could talk briefly about age of sigmar and stuff that's coming out for that i do like the fact that they announced the cities of sigmar they're finally gonna really give them a full-blown army that doesn't feel so piecemealed like it does right now um so i mean they've only teased it i like those ogroid we talked about those earlier the ogroid theradons those things are just 
gorgeous models. Not, I, I again, I'm not a big uh, Age of Sigmar player. I'd like to be. I'd like it, um, but I love models, though, man. I love the models. Yeah, there, there's a lot of cool conversions I've seen for 40k based on Sigmar stuff. I have a, I have a, I... a brother captain that I made for my uh, Grey Knights out of a. Uh, was it Stormcast? Yeah, Stormcast Eternal. One of the the yeah. Judicare, like I don't know. Did they have the the sequiturs? That's the name. The the guys that have the robes and stuff. So, yep. And it's like for me, yeah, I, I kind of have a. Like, I'll see like a conversion, and they'll be like, "Oh, this was you know I used this model, and you know it's from Age of Sigmar." And I, every time I see some of those conversions, I'm like, "Man, I need to check that game out." I know you see stuff, and you're just like, "That looks awesome." Yeah, I like the fact that. And I, I could be completely wrong about this, but for like from what I've seen, like it's like if you want to do like an undead army that's nothing but skeletons, like not not even like the uh, the Ozark, the OC, the Ozark Bone Reapers. Yeah, it's like not even them. Like, it's like if you just want to do like plain Jane skeletons, like they have like what was it like the rattle rattle bones? Uh, now it's uh, the Soulblight Gravelords can run them, and they yeah they have the is it like the 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 whites or whatever are a part of them? Yeah, the the rattle. The Rattles Tomb or Rattle Skeletons. I can't remember yeah. what they're called. That That's awesome. Like, I, I love It's that. actually encouraged um, right now. I... That's like a good build. Just bring a bunch of skeletons because the way their resurrection works, they can just, like, you kill it and then the whole, like, hey, you bring back half of the unit and they come right back. Okay. I mean, it's, or, or, like, if you want to do an undead army that's just nothing but ghosts. Like, we got that now. Yeah. So, like, for me, that's that's what draws me. Ghosts! In. Like, what? Yeah. Go, 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 go. Um... <laughs> What is what is like the the first like? Give me a good variety. Like that's that's what I look for in these kinds of games. Forty k, I mean, every single year they they increase the amount of factions that you can play. So I'm I'm all aboard on that. But like Age of Sigmar, man, they have just it's been around for like what five years now? Uh, Maybe a little more. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be coming up on five years at least. Yeah. Um. But that's that's one of the things I liked about Age of Sigmar was that like it had so many options for armies. Like you weren't just kind of pigeonholed like you were for a while in 40k. I think that's uh I think Age of Sigmar has always been kind of been a testing ground for what they want to do in 40k. So they, they throw out, okay, how do people like this? Uh they like that a lot, but they didn't like this. Okay, we'll put that in 40k but leave that out. Like Yeah, and I know that 40k for a while carried fantasy. And now like Age of Sigmar is actually like making the money on its own. Yes. So they're very excited about it because they're bringing back fantasy. I'm, which I'm happy about because I, I like old school Warhammer fantasy. Rank and flank. I liked that there was magic in it, but it wasn't as over the top as, as Age of Sigmar is. You, you didn't like it when Teclas got to go. <laughs> well, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I like the idea of like you going into it. Like, it, it's, it was kind of for me, not as, not, it was like Lord of the Rings where there's magic. But you're still kind of down in like the the dirt of it yes. all. Like it's yeah, that was always a, that still... was always something I really enjoyed about the the rank and flank system. Uh, yes, it's slow slog one, to it. Yeah, it's like oh, like my spearmen are losing morale and they've been flanked by <laughs> rat men. This is bad. Like, and that would be kind of like that might be as you know as fantasy as it. You know, you're still it's like oh, like it's a chess match. Age of Sigmar is an awesome looking game but it's much more in like the fantasy like i don't really see it's not rank and file it's skirmish based and then it's like oh yeah like here's a character that's riding a, a shark like and he's gonna steal your soul and you got a whole army of ghosts coming in and it's like that's awesome uh but it's just it's a different flavor from from old school fantasy so i'm excited also to see the old world 
I, w- I was just, dis- that would be my disappointment from this Warhammer Fest that there was nothing on that. Like they they didn't say anything. It was like, ah, I thought maybe we'd yeah. get, even if we got just a release date. Hey guys, coming in 2024. Boom. That's it. Like that'd be like, yep. Enough for me to get like pumped, but eh, alas, not everything could be perfect. That's where I'm at is just, they've announced so many awesome things. I just want to know now, like when. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly what when is this coming when will i get this let me start saving my money yep. now so i'm ready for the inevitable drops that is, <laughs> it's just break my bank well, i think uh i think that about covers it and i think this is a uh, for all hopefully an informative episode all right drew um uh, usually we end with a question but i don't have one for you this week i don't have a do you have anything for me any any bizarre or fun or Odd question to ask me? Uh, yeah. Actually, I got a question for you. All right. Okay. Do you think the emperor of mankind gets bed sores from sitting down so long? <laughs> I don't. I don't think he has skin left, but. <laughs> <laughs> but if he does get them, he gets them, <laughs> and they are not good. <laughs> oh, but but okay, fine. I'm gonna double that down and go. Okay, if he gets them, then who fucking treats him? That's got to be a stressful fucking ass job. <laughs> who applies the ointment? Yeah, who applies the ointment on his bed sores? <laughs> hey, Timmy, get in here! Oh! I could just imagine the lore behind that, and it would be like, the ointment applied to the emperor's bed sores is created. We're not, we're not going into the, like, that fucking story again. I don't want to talk about sphincter doors anymore. I'm done with that. There is an entire planet that is harvested each time and they're rendered down to create five ounces of imperial ointment <laughs> and it is applied by the hand of a martyr forged in the battles of you know like just like this giant like four page wiki <laughs> just on how his ointment is applied i think we need to just hijack a wiki and just make it up ourselves <laughs> i mean hey you say it's if you say something's true enough on the internet, eventually people start believing you. That's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> guys, that's it. That's the show. We had a lot of fun, hopefully. Uh, again, if you guys have anything for us, ask 40k at gmail.com. That's K, like Q-U-E. And just let us know. Uh, maybe we, we, we talk too long. Maybe we don't talk enough. Maybe you want longer episodes. Maybe you want shorter episodes. Maybe you have something in mind for that you want us to make fun of and talk about. Let us know. Maybe you just want to tell me that I need to shut the fuck up. Maybe you need to tell. Maybe you're going to tell Drew that he smells bad. I don't know. Hey, you. They, they don't know place. that. They can't prove that. <laughs> can't prove it. <laughs> Anyways, guys, happy gaming. See you guys later. 